0: Sound effects in this podcast is brought to you by Festlian Studios, Battlebars.com, and ProSound, and some of them are made by the Dungeon Master himself. This show is R-rated, so everybody be advised. Welcome back to Nordic D&D, the Ariana Saga. My name is Jon and this is episode 5. Last episode, we followed the main storyline where we met Hunter and Kedal, and we're going to continue to follow them in this episode. But first, I want to give a shout out to the voice actors, musicians, and sound effect companies that are involved in this podcast that help it to become so much more alive. You are awesome. Anyway, let's continue the podcast. Our first stop is Camp Lore. Grandfather, you mentioned before the Dark Age. Ah yes, boy. The Dark Age of Ariana. Grimna, who had no influence among the living, suddenly had gained access by necromancy to enter Ariana with the help from his minions, and he spread death and shadow all over Ariana. The God of Light and Life, Valdra had to intervene. counter the spread of darkness by turning to her first creation, the Elves, and gave them new power, giving them long life and magic abilities, but this was not enough. So Valra sent mighty Asimar warriors from her realm, to teach and show the living of Ariana, the true and full knowledge of Valra, god of light and life. Creating clerics, paladins, and even some bards were influenced by this new form of magic, which was not like the wizards and the sorcerers. The Asuma were called the missionaries and were sent among all the races. But sadly, not all were interested, far from it. But enough to balance the influence of Grimness Darkness and stop it but not enough to push it back. So Pushka, the god of creation and the earth, also intervened. She traveled around Ariana, hand-picking guardians for her forests, calling them druids, blessing them with great power of the earth. They were the new guardians of Ariana's forests and swamps. Now, with the missionaries in the lead, this was enough to push grimna and his darkness back on the ground to his realm, where he tends the dead. This is how all magic came from the gods, sorcerers and wizards from Ignitus, and his demons and their abilities. Clerics and paladins came from Valra, and druids from Bushka, and the great Arcanian war gave birth to warlocks and witches. But and others like them use all the above for their sources of magic. Grimina is still worshipped today by warlocks and witches, and still they channel his necromatic power, still tending his business. I see Grandfather. This was camp lore, now we're going to continue our main story. Last episode we met Hunter the Tiefling Warlock and Kettle the human druid. They had arrived to a safe haven called Bliss in West Morrow. They were on the run from the human empire of King Vash, which stretches the entire island of Morrow. But luckily, the majority of the empire's focus is in the east. Kettle and Hunter have witnessed the cruel treatment of halfling slaves, and have started a rebellion to set the halflings free. And they have come to Bliss asking for help from the half-orc chieftain Tawagrim, where Kettle is from. In the beginning the heroes were a bit disappointed by Tawagrim's reaction, not because he didn't want to help them, but he feared the security of Bliss if King Wash got too much attention over by the West, but he was persuaded. And now they're planning what to do. And they figured out the best way to keep Vash off the west is to burn down all the harbors. So they set their eyes at the first harbour of Skyr. This is their first move. And they're on their way there now. They are still at Bliss now, early in the morning, about to leave. While you were sitting eating, you just noticed that uh, Hunter left and he was going to be right back and told you to meet him at the horses. Yeah. So in the meantime, you're sitting there eating.
1: I'll just take my sweet time, mm. probably uh, sort out any meats from this, um, just eat the vegetables. If there's only a little portion of vegetables, I'll probably ask for more. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I'll just eat my uh, my fill of vegetables um, and fruits, yeah. and then uh, when I'm full, take some water, I'll, uh, I'll I'll look around to expect
0: Hunter to yeah. come. And you notice when he's been there a while that it's been going a while now. Yeah. Did I see which direction he we went? And you just saw so him went outside and he, he told you to just meet the horses in a small whisper. Uh, okay,
1: then uh, I'll go to the
0: horses. Come on, so how do you see him already standing there? But yeah, I'm I'm
2: just standing there, like
0: preparing the whole packing
2: and stuff. And like yeah, uh, I've not really seem a bit bummed out. I guess is the best word. What's wrong? Uh, it's just, uh, just, yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, having some issues with the whole um, curse and. What's uh, the issue? Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not sure that that it's gonna work out. Me and the curse. what do you mean that I'm gonna need to break up with it and uh, oh okay now no, I, I talk, just actually just talked to Targrim about finding a guy that could probably um, maybe help me get rid of it because Cause I have reason to believe that it's not gonna I'm not gonna be able to control it. okay okay um, so you and need- I don't wanna risk it anymore. Okay, I can understand uh, that. What we're doing now is is important. But are we going to find
1: that guy then? Uh, well, no, he's uh, he's gonna
2: come here. Uh, he, uh, Telegram is gonna send for him. Okay. Uh, I think, and and we don't know how long it's gonna take that to find him. least some hermit out in the swamp. So, hmm. I think for now we just continue business as usual, and hope I'll try and keep it in at bay. Cool. Until then, and.
1: Yeah. Or else I'll restrain you. It's still good to have the, the backup. Um, By magical means, yep. yeah. No problem. Should we head out or?
2: Yeah, let's, uh, we'll be good to get some some air.
1: Um, right as we head out, I take out a small piece of darkened cloth and I crumble it and cast Pass Without Trace on it. So we ride for an hour, and then our tracks become visible.
0: Yeah. Uh, Bliss is right in the middle in the forest there, uh, on the map, uh, in Mistmoral. Um, so, you go, do you go through the forest, to the south, before you come to the road, or do you go right out the road? What's uh, what's the most low-key... Sto- the most stealthy way will always be the
2: But I'm not sure do we need to be stealthy. I mean, we're just... Couple of regular humans,
1: but it's they not will, like it's They'll human. recognize us from the time. We just were at history They will definitely recognize
2: well at us. least you because I will just change my appearance but, but yeah, they'll recognize me, recognize me without without a Can you just turn a into a Bird or something? I'll rather on shoulder.
1: I'll, I'll, I'd rather be recognized <laughs> Okay,
2: well, then we should but who would recognize us? I mean
1: well like why we have, have the kingdom because we Turned it in an entire village upside down and flew out their mayor and giant owl. Then, probably when words get gets around that someone by my appearance and definitely by your appearance, at least if you don't change it, yeah, that'll that'll make so us too targets. Be,
2: so we won't be able to
0: just ride into town.
1: Well, not least,
0: if you guys if were up there, that yeah. you were down there. Okay, so the news a week, might travel it takes slow. A week for you to down there so this yeah distance is very long actually yeah unless they have some sort of message
1: system or something yeah it's then, then driver, let's let's can... let's take a risk and go by the road yeah just for would, now at least yeah, and then we'll go then we can. Yeah. all right we'll take the road
0: went just you two, but Halgrim said you also sent two, two uh, scouts. At one time when you rest, they emerge. You haven't noticed them, actually. Then they come to talk to you and ask you how do you want us to perceive? Well, well what can you do for us? We just keep an eye out. Um, well, it
1: would be great if you could ride ahead from now on and scout. Make sure that no patrols are nearby and, and have some sort of... Uh, Way of coming back and relaying what you, uh, what you, what you find, yeah. or what you see. I agree. Until we get there, at least, then we can or give some new commands.
0: Yeah, uh, the two scouts with you are two elves. The one is uh, one of them is called Berian. He has blonde hair, very thin, uh, green clothes, mm-hmm. and the other one has uh, brown hair, and he is called Yorotan. We can one uh, one of us be in the front, the one in the back. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I doubt anybody will come up behind. We're on horses. I mean, on this, they're like on freaking
1: we will, cheetahs. We'll probably notice them if they do. Yeah, I mean, exactly. They make a lot
2: of noise. So, um, but, so I think it would be better like, yeah, you go ahead. And because then maybe one of us or one of you can come back and tell us if we're yeah. heading into
1: trouble. We're not going to
0: keep that large dis- distance away from you. No. Because then we can't. Leap over to you in time,
1: couple hundred feet, something like that, yeah, something like that, like half a mile or whatever,
2: but like just enough that you know we get a fair warning if there's like riders
1: galloping towards us. Yeah, we'll just travel at a normal pace. So if you, for example, sprint back, you should be able to still get to us before we meet an immediate threat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah,
0: fine. Just a heads up. Um, we did notice a couple of uh, hooded guys two hours ago and lost sight of them. And they looked like they were inquisitors. So yeah. be careful with your magic. Should we track them? Like or which direction? we lost? We lost track of them. They were behind us, oh. um, but they were walking, walking walk the same direction as we are. Okay. Okay. It's know. no. Yeah. Can't uh, be certain that they are but the way they walk, the way they act, looked like it. Mm. They were very careful looking over their shoulders and they just went by, what? crossing over the road from one wood to the other.
1: Okay, so they're walking around in the wood. Yeah. But shouldn't we... Are we interested in uh, knowing where they are, for tra- Talgrim's sake, or should we just bypass them? Well, maybe we're interested in them for our sake, so we don't get a surprise
2: at some point.
0: Well, they're not exactly. looking for you. They're not looking for us.
2: But You know we, that?
0: You sure? But why would they? Or I don't know. something that you are need they to tell interested
1: us? in... Uh, like maybe they found our tracks or whatever. I don't know. They, they just know. heard about a city where there were a major fight. Magic were definitely involved in that fight. Yeah. And we were some of the main antagonists of that fight. So they probably... Uh,
0: then I take that last remark back. Probably you <laughs> are looking for it then.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I would prefer that we you know, make a ambush for them than the other
1: way around. I agree. We should yeah. take them out.
2: And again, it's enemies. We're here to
1: get rid of the loyalists to the crown, so I mean... But they're probably not loyal to the, gra- to the crown. Oh, no, oh, they is, oh, the they're no, you know, they're the they're, inquisitors, right. no. They're just loyal to exterminating just, every magic... They're just user. general assholes. Or exactly. <coughs> Giant. They
0: are your enemies. If
2: you yeah, have magic exactly, effects, they so. are your enemies. Well, I, I yeah. think uh, I'm off for taking out a couple of assholes.
1: Yeah, let's do it. We'll. Can you track them? Can you track those guys you just found?
0: I can, but um, yeah, we can. We can look around. All right, but mm. we can also we can also let them find you and trap them.
1: Yeah, like bait. Yeah, yeah, yeah we love that. We love that. Um, would love that. How would we do that though?
0: You can think about it, while, while you walk a little bit to the south, so they don't find you. We can try to de- avoid their detection by sending them elsewhere with diversions.
2: But we want them to detect them.
0: Yeah, but we have to be ready. Yeah, yeah, well I'm ready. I can send them the right I way, can, uh, <laughs> give yeah. us half an hour. We'll try to track where they are and maybe get their focus somewhere else. So they don't stand right here and see flimmers of magic in the tree, something changing. Yeah, okay? okay. And then they go off. Um, All right, then
1: uh, I'll have I'll have something prepared. We might be able to trap them with trap,
2: huh? What trap? You yeah, want to trap them. Yeah, trap Am them. Are we just gonna
1: kill them? Yeah, but okay. it makes it way easier to kill them if we trap them first. Yes. If we if we set
0: up a trap, come on. How do you think you are going to do proceed to get these two guys?
1: Well, do we uh, do we have one of the scouts coming back and telling us? Oh, they're coming. They're coming to this area or something like that.
0: Yeah, they eventually come back and say we distracted their uh, the way they were going, but we tried to turn them around again, so they will coming back in this area. Okay, so yeah. they are following you yeah. now. They're following us now. Yeah. All right. Um, well, and there are just two of them. They're just two. All no, right. No, 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 no. They're there They're four. They're
1: they're four. Four. Yeah, they're four. All right. Okay. Well, well, well. But don't we just want them to come here, right? Yes. But I have an uh, I have Can an you idea. Just, like
2: make something magical, and then they'll
1: Sh- come. Sure, sure. But you
2: want to hide in a tree. Do You want to set
0: up a camp. Do you want to start a fire? Do you-
1: well. If the scouts know we're here, we just need to bring have the scouts bring them nearby. Yeah. And then set up a fire or something like that here in the center.
2: So we asked the scouts to figure. Well, did
0: they figure out where they are? Yes and, and uh, I'll hide in the bushes then. Yeah, they'll come there and they say that they will be there in about half an hour. So they're coming this way. They're coming this way now. All right.
2: Okay. Yeah. So like a loud, magical sounding, like, oh the sound of magic missile or something like that, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, will you hide up in this tree? Because then I can cast pass without a trace. We can both yes. try and hide. And I'll, I'll hide in the bushes there. I'll climb into the tree. I'll cast Pass Without a Trace, and uh, I think we'll, I'll try and hide in those bushes. Do you want a stealth?
2: So that would make it a 20 for Hunter, and a 20
1: for me as well. 20 for both of you? Yeah, yeah. Stealth checks.
0: Yep. Yeah, do you want it to roll initiative?
1: We can do that as well. Do that as well, yeah. Okay,
2: okay no problem. I forgot about the stealth check. Oh. Well, I'm not going mm-hmm. first, I'm not damn sure.
1: Thirteen. Two. Can we hold something, or do you just want the combat to start off right away?
0: That depends. Now, both of you twenty on stealth. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll allow you to hold one action. Cool. Then I'm gonna hold... Um, so you mean are hiding in all oh, your characters are hiding
1: in the trees? Uh, Hunter is hiding there. I'm hiding in the bushes there. Yeah.
2: So I'm in, I'm in a tree. Okay, he kills in a bush.
1: And you have made some illusion sound of magic. Yeah, coming like
2: from m- magic missiles, whatever, to lure them in. Yeah,
1: originating from here, right? Yeah,
2: around the fire.
0: And the magic missiles are sent. Then you see the scout signaling you. Inquisitors are coming,
1: and I'll wait until they get really close. So, for example, I'll wait on the center, center spike growth until they come close to the bonfire. That's a 20-foot radius um, spell.
0: And then one of the inquisitors emerges. And Kettle, what's your passive perception? I have 21. Okay, Hunter, can you roll a perceptions check? Yes, <sighs> I will. Really... Uh 18. 18, okay, excellent. Um, you notice that uh, the inquisitors, or another one, is emerging, coming to the source of the sound.
1: I'm still holding, You're still holding? until some of them come, until I see some of them, at least two, within, uh, within range of each other, because okay. they are too far from each other. Okay,
0: right but there comes another inquisitor, emerges, and he comes to the area of the sound as well, trying to investigate. Uh, the area and he is looking around trying to uh, trying to track make... us yeah exactly
1: a little note here i cast past without trace as we were hiding so the tracks from the bonfire up to the trees and stuff like that are not there
0: no they're not there but the inquisitors don't notice so of course they're still trying to investigate the area to see why the tracks came there and why they left again didn't leave again and the second uh, second one is getting impatient and comes forth. Okay. And he gets over to his partner to ask if he needs any help.
1: I'll wait a little bit more, but if he... If it seems like he's trying to step further away from him, then I'll trigger it.
0: Well, you notice right away that they're actually both turning away and walking away now.
1: I'll trigger it right there, right between them. I take out um, seven s- small sharp thorns from a branch and I throw them in the air. As they, uh, as they fly in the air, they extend and they extend and extend until so they become not only small bones but piercing branches that stick to the ground and they multiply as so in the air. So they stick all over this ground.
0: Okay, nice. Uh, what happens then?
1: They, it becomes um, 20, 20 feet in this, uh, this area, becomes becomes uh, difficult to ring. And for each step you take, you take 2d4 piercing damage.
0: Okay, ouch. Nice. And of course, uh, the inquisitors see what is going on, these things flying in the air, dropping by their uh, feet. And then, um, a third inquisitor emerges from the trees, and you're standing right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on a lookout, right, at that area where the other inquisitors were, so he saw everything happen. Sure. So he knows where you are
1: now. But I've probably revealed myself by casting the... Uh, yeah, expert. exactly. We're going initiative now?
0: Yeah. So the one that came, Uh, From among the trees is now sprinting against you. So he tries to toss a javelin at you and he rolls um... Ah, That's only an 11 to hit doesn't pass your AC so he misses And it's the fourth one's turn and he comes from the south side uh, and between where you are and where he is, there's very high uh, bushes. So with his passive perception, he has not noticed the things going on. He hasn't seen either of you. And, and uh, Hunter is still in hiding. So he just moves up close and stops here. Okay. And then it's uh, your turn, Caton. Okay. I'll...
1: Um, as I see the captain right beside me to the... Right, or for where I'm standing. I um, look nervous, first and foremost, <laughs> because I'm not that great close in close combat. So I am, I am going to run closer to the spike area and should be at the edge of it. Five, 10, 15, 20, yeah, barely. Um, and then I am going to cast Thunderwave. No, I'll not. Um, I won't cast Thunderwave, actually. Damn it won't. I'll cast um, nice knife that guy.
0: You'll cast on the,
1: the guys in the spike growth. Yeah, the rogue guy. And uh, that, that means I need to make an attack roll first. And I crit. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. So... Um, I take a, out a little piece of uh, sweat from my brow, and um, as I take it down in my hand, it coalesces and becomes this. Um, this, yeah, spike of ice that I throw at him, and then uh, it it hits. I think with a twenty, right?
0: Oh yeah, definitely it's.
1: I'll uh, I'll do two d10 then because I crit it. And that guy he takes takes ten piercing damage first, and after that, after the shards stick in him somewhere, I aim for the shoulder or for the chest.
0: He has his back turned against you you see his back. Uh,
1: Okay then I'll I'll aim for his back sort of like pierce uh, through a lung or something and then uh, then then it explodes in his back and he Ah. takes another four points of cold damage.
0: Ouch that's actually enough to to kill him okay he's dead. (sighs) Do you want to explain more in detail how um, how you kill him?
1: Yeah of course, um, the knife pierces through from his back um, through his ribcage and uh, when it when it pierces out the other side it explodes yeah. and small shards um, stick around the ground um, five feet from reach from through this ground and then he just he falls within a, a cold um, scar or cold gaping wound. Um.
0: <laughs> Very nice. Um. Is that the end of your turn? That's my turn. Okay, nice. Uh, The next one in um, initiative is one of the guys standing in in the circle of your magic spell and he is in shock actually witnessing what you just did with his friend with the ice killing him instantly. So he in shock tries to evade and run and he is moving in your magic area. Now can you tell me how did it work again? Does he take damage every time he moves, or how? how? square, so it's
1: 2d4 for each square, and And it's difficult terrain as well.
0: So, square, so by every uh, five feet. So like I said, he's running in panic out of there, uh, running through these uh, organic razor blades, and he takes how much damage? First
1: is five,
0: seven, Five, so that's 12 points of uh, piercing damage. As he's trying to get out of this razor blade uh, terrain in the ground, he his legs get caught between uh, the vines and he pierces his, his legs and he falls down and two big thorns pierce right through his throat and through his head. So he dies instantly. Oh, well, he dies as well? He dies as well. Okay. Yeah, it seems like for some reason that this guy came in battle already hurt. So he didn't have that much health, and uh, he basically ran through an organic shredder. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's Hunter's turn. Okay.
2: I grab my little, a little leather bag and reach inside and grab a little fuzzy ball, and then I yell at the captain, you like magic? And check this out, and I throw it at him, and a baboon appears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then, as my action, I yell at the baboon, attack that dude. So it does.
0: <laughs> so he's just looking at this baboon uh, storming at him. Okay, but it attacks. That's horrible. That <laughs> <It> sucks. <laughs> Come on. Four? Uh, no, the baboon <laughs> does not hit. Um, he comes running at the, this uh, soldier and tries to attack him, but he. Uh, Evade, evades oh, the attack.
2: Um, <laughs> well, that's it
0: for me. At well, least surprised him. Yeah, exactly, you did. Um, but it's his turn now, and he takes a scimitar trying to attack uh, uh, the baboon. Oh, poor guy. And he rolls a 21 to hit. hit it.
2: That
0: hits. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes... 4 slashing damage. It, it dissipates. So he cuts through uh, uh, the baboon and kills him instantly, or he disappears, like you said. And Then it's the second uh, soldier's turn and he can't see where Hunter or Catel is at this point so he makes a gesture over to his friend who was just uh, attacked by a baboon.
1: No? But he makes a gesture as in, can I see if it's magical?
0: Yeah, his gesture does not seem to be magical in nature.
1: Okay. But he, he makes something like, you know, gesture to him.
0: That is correct. And then it is uh, Kettle's turn. All right, then um, I guess I'll just do this. I'll run up here. Up here, so you're running 20 feet to the east, where you see uh, one of the soldiers standing right there, and you do what? And I use whole personal on So take a small piece of iron out and uh, let it
1: levitate between my hands, and I let go of it, and it, in the air it, um, it bends to fit half a color, and then it goes for his throat.
0: And he rolls a wisdom saving throw... Four. Well, he doesn't know
1: what's going on. This, um, this piece of iron grabs him by the throat and uh, it lodges right beneath his jaw and his entire body stops moving. He's paralyzed. So
0: he's completely paralyzed. He's completely paralyzed.
1: And uh, he, can, uh, he can sense stuff, but he can't speak and he can only see right in front of him. Fair enough. And then I go this way. Since it worked, then I'm a little more daring to go closer, and then I, I look at Hunter and say, "I'm, I'm relying on you. I'm relying on you. Got that guy right?
0: I got him. You got him. And Then it's Hunter's turn. Yeah, uh, is that Farka? Is more than 90 feet away? Mm, no. And but you have to watch out for the tree that's between you and him.
2: Yeah, it doesn't matter. I ignore cover. Then I uh, I cast first hex on him. And then I uh, shoot him with sharp sharpshooter, let's go, um, 17,
0: yeah, uh, 17 hits, nice. Just to clarify, you're taking your shot standing on a tree, I'm standing on a tree, putting out an arrow, and I kind of like
2: feel the, the wind, and I shoot it like
1: like at an angle up into the air so it goes right between Ugh. the branches of the other tree okay, so I do 18 damage
0: that is enough can you describe your killing shot
2: yeah so it's just like it- there's like a nice arch, like, almost seems like it's going too far, but then starts diving and hit him right in the neck and he falls over.
0: He is dead.
1: Take this guy. Look at that guy.
2: Oh, right. There's another guy. Uh,
1: I'll shoot him as well. If he hits, it's an auto-crit.
2: Oh, it's an auto-crit.
1: Because he's paralyzed. As far as I know. Yeah.
2: Okay, i will going shoot my other arrow against the captain. It doesn't matter because that's a good <laughs> <either> way. <laughs> so. Uh, so that's 23 damage. A bit more effective than the baboon.
0: Okay, so you take your arrow and you shoot it up in the air. And it goes up and... Falls down, piercing him hard right in the shoulder, but he's still standing.
2: Okay, and I'll use my movement to climb down.
0: Yeah, okay, nice. And is that the end of your turn? Yeah, that's it. Then it's the soldier's turn. Um, Like I said before, the arrow has just uh, plunged through his shoulder and he's standing there. He's still. Paralyzed, so he can't scream. Eh? Yeah, so actually he, he, can't, he if, can't even scream. He can't even scream. Yeah, exactly. So he's still paralyzed. That means that I make another saving throw. And that's a 10. No, my DC is 16. Yeah, he fails. So uh, he's screwed.
1: <laughs> <It> probably is.
0: <laughs> then it's a Kettle's turn again.
1: I look at a uh, hunter and say, um, should we wait and uh, tie this guy up, maybe yeah. talk with him a bit?
2: Yeah, I, I think that's and a good And I I'd
1: probably use my action because I speak so much, it only takes 6 seconds, we only have 6 seconds around, so I, with my free object interaction, while I talk with um, with the um, hunter, I uh, pull out rope from my backpack and then start going closer to this guy and wrap him up. Yeah. And I go help. Do you want us out of
0: initiative? Yeah, we're out of initiative now.
2: At the same time i we start saying, oh, if you say if you do anything, gonna slit your throat. Yeah. So behave.
1: Exactly.
0: Well okay then, uh, roll an intimidations check. So can I cast yeah.
1: guidance on him? I cast guidance because plus D4. there's a plus one D for yeah. Um,
2: uh, I guidance
0: only okay. 13 well, uh, just two seconds guys I'm gonna overrule that guidance because he intimidated him and you cannot then cast guidance like back in time to guide him I will not allow that if you discussed with Kettle what you were going to do hunter and then he said okay I'll guide you and then you intimidated him I would allow it but not like this. So, without the guidance, what did you roll, Hunter? Well, w- without it, I get 10. A 10. Well, you, you failed that check. Ah, uh, but I don't really care, because I am going
2: to kill him if he does anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he just, he's not frightened. I mean, no, that's no.
1: Fine. Okay. That's fine. We, um, I think we sit him down and, uh, and have a nice chat. We sort of place him with his back against sort of this this leg where there's a little bit of a hill a yeah. little bit of a
0: tilt in the landscape. Yeah. and then we put him we sit him down and uh, we tie him up. Okay, you see that this inquisitor has very dark clothes on hood, all black, but you also see that underneath his cloak he has armor on.
1: where uh, where did you come from? Ask. okay,
0: you just looks at you, staring at you, with an uh, expression like I'm not answering shit.
1: Why did you come after us?
0: He just looks at you, spits at you, and says, magic swine.
2: OK, well, he's not going to say that. No. Let, let me just kill him. No, no, I can try and summon a tiger and see if want
1: to eat him. Well, no, 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 Just Please. we need. I'll just go. Sorry. And I say that very loud. Yeah. Okay, we we need to talk with them. At least we know, for example, if where if there's more or if they have a plan of operation somewhere. Okay. We need to get that,
2: and I, then you can do what you want. I give you two minutes to talk to him. If he doesn't say anything, I'm gonna kill him. You don't wanna. You don't want to get this information either. Well, no, I'm not gonna wait around forever. Just
1: try. Okay. I'll. Uh, Again,
2: I say that loudly.
1: <laughs> oh, he hears. you. I, I sit him down and I. Uh, and then just look him straight in the eyes. So, you have two minutes to save your own life. I should probably heard. Um If you're not interested, then
0: well. Okay. <clears throat> this time, Kettle, you roll an intimidations check because he's beginning to become timid.
2: And I'm standing in the background
0: like summoning fire.
2: Yeah. Head. Guess I take my sword out and just start like, you know, running it out up and down his arms, like not. Not cutting him, just like, you know, so you can feel the edge. Like, just just talk. Okay, so we'll get this
0: over with. Well then do it with advantage, Kettle.
2: Yeah, look at
0: Kettle. He's ready for you. Alright. Twenty. Okay, twenty. Nice. And then he says, Wait 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 I'll I'll talk. Great great great
1: you just had to talk to my tiefling friend. Um we want to know exactly where our base of operations are, because we are not interested in having the Vilra Inquisition in our neighborhood. So...
0: Well, we're everywhere. Where did
1: you come from? You don't know where it is. Tell me anyway, which part of the swamps
0: did you come from? North? South?
1: Middle? In the middle?
0: I came specifically from the middle, so... What about the other guys you were traveling with here? They were from the same base as me. Um,
1: can I make an insight check on what you're saying right now? You can. Then that's gonna be a 20,
0: 27. 27? He's, he's sweating profusely and stuttering and... Is he lying? He or is he just... Is lying. Is he just uh, he's lying.
1: Right. I don't think we'll get anything concrete out of no. this guy, so just finish the job.
2: Okay, so what do you want? <laughs> you want an arrow up your oh. ass or poison in your mouth? <laughs> you smart ass.
0: You magic-handling bastards, we will find
2: you. Okay, poison in the mouth it is. Kill him, kill him, kill him him with magic. And a poison spray into his mouth.
0: (laughs) And he just burns through his flesh and he just falls down.
2: One problem less. So should
1: we just... Sure. Yeah. oh yeah.
2: let's see if they have anything interesting on them
1: yeah yeah
0: we searched them um the captain has about uh, 40 gold upon him and uh, you can take that on yeah. the other guards have uh, uh, 10 gold each just take take it all I have that's I don't have three so that's 70 yeah I don't think I have so much use of all the gold so you can have it <laughs> the other ones have uh, a spear each. Nah, nah, no, nah. Int-
1: no interest. Uh, no, um, nothing looks ornamented, expressly beautiful, or well crafted in any way.
0: No, everything's very uh, low-key. Means like, uh, nothing is bling, oh. shiny. Oh, no. Mundane.
1: Mundane items, yeah. 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 Alright, we'll, we'll just move on.
0: Yeah, let's move on. Okay, soon after you have dealt with the Inquisitors, the Scouts, uh, returned to you and said that they have been scouted for a hundred feet radius of the area, and inquisitors seem not to be found anywhere. So it doesn't look like there are any reinforcements okay. anywhere. That's cool. No problem.
2: Let's uh, let's just move on towards Skyrim. Perfect. <laughs>
0: And then the heroes travel for yet another two days, and they're starting to get closer to Skyr. At this point, the road is beginning to be a little broader. The trees are not so heavy by their side, so they're more open now. And they can hear the ocean, because they're getting closer and closer to the shore. Skyr is not far off from now, so how would you proceed? Then We are
1: just having the same yeah. Deal going with the scouts, as I know. Yeah, perhaps,
2: I yeah. more the whole entering the city, is gonna be a problem probably. But yeah, yeah. But for now, yeah, it's just.
0: How do you proceed when you are a, a day's journey away from Skyr? How do you want to proceed? That? How do you want to rest? What time of day do you want to enter? What time of the day? Yes. Okay. Do you rest before so you can go there in the morning, midday? Probably let's go at night.
1: Well, shouldn't we talk to people?
0: Yeah, but
2: we have to get in there first. That's, the, that's how we're gonna enter the but town. Do like, they know of us? I don't know. Tangar? I don't know. We don't know. I mean, I guess I can always disguise myself. Well, we could fly. With. We could fly to the other side. Yeah. But I mean, there's public cars. But I mean, I could just disguise myself, go in, you know, ask around a little bit, see if they heard about what's up north. Sure. Uh, and then if no problem, I'll come get you. We could you. also sneak in both of us. But then they'll just be surprised when they. Yeah, exactly. They find that us. seems mysterious. Like the ideal thing would just be walking in, walk in there like nothing happened. Uh, you know, and so because then we can just walk around freely. Sure. But but it might may be good to like figure out if we can do that safely for us
1: sure you uh, I agree you do that and I'll just wait a couple hundred feet from the town set up camp with yep. the heart of moonlight and shadow so they can yeah. see out of it I'll, uh, I'll uh, cast uh, this guy's self
2: so I look like a you know like a traitor guy human mm. and I'll walk with the horse just walk towards the, like, once I get close to the, uh, the town, I'll walk in with the horse, you know, with some bags on it and stuff. Uh...
0: Okay, so what time of day do you enter the city?
2: Yeah, I'll just do that in the, you know, morning or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Trying to be as inconspicuous as possible. Yeah.
0: Well, the people of Sky are usually, when you notice when you come, we're or, or early at work, like fishermen do. Um, and like I said, the the... I said before that the town is like in the three parts, but it's more like two, because there's the harbour side, and then there's the inn in the middle, and then there's the town where mm-hmm. the ha- houses are. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, so it's more than like two parts actually, because um, the inn is not alone per se, but it still divides the two parts of the city. Uh, to the south there's a large harbour, yes. There are three platforms uh, for ships to dock, the largest in the middle. And there are a lot of civilians on the dock, they are fishing and working.
2: Uh,
0: can you make a perception check as you... Are there any guards
2: at the entrance? Mm, 22 perception. Yeah, no. No guards. Do you
0: see any guards at all? Like You see, um, you notice a handful walking alone at the harbour, just looking at fish, uh, not look like they're standing guarding anything specific no no and they don't seem to notice like be bothered with me
2: yet at all or no. like they're not watching anybody if no. anybody's entering the town or
0: no they're more like just looking like is there any trouble going on today uh, mm-hmm. if anybody's robbing anything or not on the edge or anything. yeah uh, and the inn is very big Work, mm. it works like a motel almost yeah. um, a lot of rooms it's called the whale's drool.
2: Okay. Uh, but actually, uh, initially, I want to approach one of the guards. God guard, Guards. Yeah. <coughs> you know, just the, like the first one I, uh, I encounter, and like, Hello, Mr. God. Uh, Hello. I, uh, I bring news from the north. Have you heard what happened in uh, Greenwood Village? Greenwood Village? Where? Green Rock Village. That's what I meant. Oh, Green Rock Village.
0: Now oh, that's way up north.
2: Yeah, have you heard the news? News? No, what news? What's going on? There was uh, an attack. Like uh, those two uh, half orcs that, like, that attacked the city and overthrew the mayor. Okay. Yeah. Well, you haven't heard that yet. Well, I guess I'm the first one bringing the news here. But why are you telling me this? Oh, I just thought you would know that like, there's chaos up in the north. I'm a trader, but, but you know, the... I travel to Taylor and I bring news, and sometimes people will pay me for the news. What a random thing to tell me. I mean... No, uh, it's, you know, information, you know. I'm not going to pay you for information from the north. Get out of here. Excuse me, I'll just go talk to somebody who cares. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. And then I'll walk back up and get Kettle. Just looks at <laughs> you <here> when you <laughs> leave you. <laughs> So where did you go? So I'll go back out and okay. uh, get Kettle and I think we'll go back in. Yeah. Okay. It should be safe. They don't, they don't know anything. They're kind of dumb, these guards.
1: Okay, no problem. Yeah. Let's go.
0: This was episode five, guys. Kedal and Hunter have finally reached Skyeir. And Hunter went into the city to scout out the area. And he figured out that the guards are pretty dumb, actually. Are they, though? Well, we just have to wait the next episode to figure that out. Thanks for the night, guys. See you soon. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, yeah. And one last thing. If you like cool sound effects like we use in this show, like this one. And that one. Some of this. And visit us at nordicdnd.potbean.com or our YouTube channel. Take the link to battleparts.com then you'll get a discount on subscriptions. And remember guys, from whatever platform you're listening on, subscribe, like, and leave a comment. Thank you for today guys, see you soon.